0: And welcome to the show, everyone. How are you, Michael? I'm doing very well, Jimmy. It's a pleasure to be back in the
1: studios. How good is it? Oh, it's amazing. It's very warm in here. It is. It's very nice <laughs> it's, it's and toasty. It's spicy. <laughs> Unlike uh, Swanson Street outside in the middle of Melbourne. Yes. <laughs> absolutely and, freezing.
0: And Ackland Street. Uh, Ackland. Things are very cold in St Kilda okay. at the yeah, moment, they aren't they? See, I I yeah, you like that. you like that. Thank you. Thank you.
1: All right. Big weekend of sport that we've just had. Big round of footy as well. A lot of uh, top eight teams playing each other, and a lot of big results. Uh, Oh, let's get in. Not not good for our dons, mate. But you know what? It's not a biased. It's not a biased (laughs) radio show. It's not a biased, uh, you know, sports desk edition of you know your Monday show. So we're going to go through. Even though we did recap on Friday, the game on Thursday. Uh, Melbourne did take down the Brizzy Lions sixteen twenty one one hundred and seventeen to seven eleven fifty three. I mean, I tipped Brisbane. I was one of those uncultured folk who decided to tip <laughs> Brisbane. Um, Fitzroy, just not good. Well, I, I feel like Melbourne. Even though they were down, I think they were down by like fifteen points at one point in the first quarter. I'm like, oh, okay, they're gonna, they're gonna win. Yes, hell yeah, you know, got 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 tip one ride of the week, beautiful. And then I just see that I'm like, oh, nice, cool man. So yeah, Melbourne s- staying on top of the ladder, doing their thing. Um, they're gonna be tough to beat going into September and going into the later rounds. I mean, we are at around fifteen. We've got seven, six rounds to go. Um, mm-hmm. next weekend, including so. Yeah, it'd be very interesting to see how they go because I've had a bit of a shaky season in the mm. middle of the middle of the season, but you know they've they've kind of regained their form and they've gone back to typical Melbourne ways that we saw last year. Uh, so yeah, look, they're gonna be tough to beat. Big big couple of weeks next week for them as well. Um, it is. But we're going to go to Friday night match First Friday night match And
0: there were two <laughs> oh, there For were. some reason
1: First game kicked off At 7pm 7 7pm 7 James 7pm Yeah 7pm I'm, I'm not too keen on a 7pm start on a Friday yeah, It's, it's just, very difficult it's, For it's people, too people too to get rapid.
0: Into the ground It's oh, too it's rapid just way too quick I mean I was at the game And yeah I was I was <laughs> pressured into it by some bulldog mates it's like, a, as you do they said oh, we'll, we'll pay for your beer I said okay Oh, why not I'll come along you know medallion club a few cordials why not yeah a couple of cordials a couple Easy. of red cordials I was pretty happy it was it was a good like I, I couldn't believe it um, how, how many fans were actually there James like there was actually quite a few um, and it it sounded like there was a bit of a split. Like, okay. the Hawthorne fans, near their goals, they were very, very loud. But when the Bulldogs got up and about, and they did, clearly in this game, they were they were seriously impressive. Um, what stood out for me in this game? It'd have to be Tom Liberatore. Uh He yeah. was unbelievable. I think he had something like 10 or 15 cont- contested possessions, which is just a ridiculous number. But, yeah, big win by the Dogs. But this is... This is really good now for them, and they've got a couple of winnable games coming up, so, yeah, good spot for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, one thing you can take away from this is consistency from the dogs. Um, you know, look, just going by the worm, one of my favourite pieces of equipment that oh, the uh, AFL have got, it was a bit shaky in the second quarter, I um, think getting, getting up to about 27 points uh, yeah. difference for in favour of the Hawks, and then they brought it back right before half-time, lead stretched out to just just above 50 about fifty five and look consistency was the story of that second half not mm. the first half for the bulldogs obviously mm. but Liber, that man is just unhinged there's no, no. Roof, there, there's no roof to the capabilities that he's got I mean we saw I feel like everyone's followed his career because liberatore is such an iconic name in you know the footballing world and everyone Caught, you know, put a, had had an eye on him as soon as he signed for the Dogs Absolutely. in 2011. Mm. Uh, and now he's 11 years into his AFL career, and I feel like he's peak. He's, he's hit his peak the last yeah. couple of years. I think, look, e- even though, yeah, when they won a premiership, he was five years into his... Uh, Korea, I feel like that still wasn't his best, and we're seeing career no. best form here easily. Oh, spot on, spot on. It, it, it's weird, James, because you think he's
0: older. You, you think yeah, he's you older do. than that. You feel like he's been around like since the early two thousands, and he just—he's he, just a bull in there. You know, there's just moments where I, I think it was um, one of the Hawthorne players. Um, could have been um, Jaff, and yep. and him and Jaff went for the ball, and Libba just bet him with muscle just. Bumped him out of the way, grabbed the ball, won a hard ball. That's what he does, Libba. Nothing seems to phase him out there. He 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 has he has nice. He had a good chat to uh, James Sicily during that game as well. He was just he was in his face. They were having a good laugh. He he doesn't back down. He's always up in the face of the opposition and always giving his all. So you know, shout out to him. Probably doesn't get the plaudits he deserves behind Marcus Bontempelli, Jack McRae. You know, some of these really big when Bailey Smith is playing. You know, probably doesn't get the plaudits he deserves, but without him in there, without that tough midfielder choice, um, the Dogs would be losing a lot of contests. So he's, he's the part of that engine room in there. And what about Riley West? He was really good as well. He's he's put together another um, really consistent part of the uh, part of the season. He kicked a, a Jackie Chan style goal, James. He and, did. He did. And popped up a few times and kicked some important goals. So you know, it's all of a sudden now he's starting to look a lot better. Um, but yeah, the dogs overall, you know, they they looked a little bit shaky as you mentioned in the first half. They just looked a little bit thro- uh, you know a little bit slow. They weren't getting a lot of the ball. Hawks were moving it quick. Uh, their their key forwards like Mitch Lewis were you know were marking everything. And and Josh Bruce, you know Bruce getting a lot of those uh, crumbs. So, you know Hawks are really impressive in that first half. But yeah, they dropped away towards the end. I mean, it was a pretty high scoring game. James, I, I saw a stat the other day. The Bulldogs have the last. I think it. The, The the last five out of seven games, they've kicked a score over 100 points. So they're prolific in their scoring. And this is the second week in a row we were talking about the GWS game last week on air. I mean, they scored something like, what,
1: 130, 140 points in that? But then again, like, that was high scoring from both sides. Oh, true. That was entertaining as football can get when when lots of goals, and that's what... I feel like the juniors these days love lots of goals, lots of high marks, lots Just of play on. It's great.
0: Keep the game going. No, look, are, are you worried about their defence though, the dogs? Like, do you think against a really, like, you know, a team like Geelong that has a lot of key forwards, do you think they'll struggle come
1: finals time if they do end up making it? I feel like it's a yes and no kind of question mm. because you can, on their day, they're, they're great. And, you they know, are, they- the Bulldogs that we've seen, even though, look, they're, they're sitting in eighth and they jumped up uh, due to a few. Results going their way, mm-hmm. i.e. and Kilda um, and Richmond. Uh, yeah, look, I think that if they came up against the, like, a Melbourne side, a, even a Brisbane, I mm-hmm. feel like they would Brisbane struggle. Well. But then if you kind of go down that list and maybe a Sydney, I feel like that would... I don't know if I'd get a win there, but it, I feel like it would be more contested in the back line rather than it just be a one-way street um, to the opposition's forward line. But look, it, interesting game. I wasn't too... Too happy the way that the Hawks play. Cause I'm, I'm, I like football. Like obviously yeah, everyone oh, totally. does, and you yeah. just watch the game for enjoyment. Yeah, and yeah, they they stepped up. First half was all right, but yeah, it just dust didn't roll their way, and it just wasn't good. They just everything was. You know, you have a bad day at football, and mm-hmm. it's just not going your way. That was them, mm-hmm. uh, and the Dogs took advantage of that. And they did. Credit to them though, because a class side who's going to take advantage of someone's. You know, little slip ups and little niggles here and there, and they take it and they win by forty two points. Yeah. You know, the kicking away in that um, in that fourth quarter was huge for them. So look, dogs will take this into their stride and they'll move on next week. Um, they got
0: Brisbane next week, James. Big game next week, massive for them. game. I and think I it's like away as well, isn't it? it, it? Is. It's at the Gabba.
1: So I feel like that's one of those conversation starters we'll have next mm. Monday about whether their defence will hold up against Brisbane because I don't know if the, I don't know if they'll hold up against the good Brisbane side up in their forward. I mean, tough. yeah. And Brisbane be will be hungry after
0: after their loss on the weekend. So yeah, yeah it should be should be an absolute belter. I think the, is is that Thursday
1: night? It, oh, ooh, ooh. That, that is that is a f- great question. It is, mate. You're to me up here. I'm trying to oh, I'm trying to no. find it. Yeah, it is uh, <laughs> Thursday, Thursday night, night footy at the Gabba. Oh. 7:20 start. Another another Forever early start. Right. Another
0: early yeah, start Yeah, 7.20, 720. Jeez. On a Thursday On a Thursday,
1: jeez I mean, like a bit, bit warmer in Brisbane So that might be okay But you're right It's been cold in Brisbane though Has it really? A lady came Ooh, to work the other day from Brisbane that. And she was like Oh, I was getting down at like 5 degrees Like the lowest And I'm like, oh. yeah, that's normal for us Like, yeah, oh, yeah It's like polar blasts in Brisbane <laughs> <laughs> They they can't have that
0: pool open there no, In, in the Gabbok It would be an ice skating <laughs>
1: Uh, talking about freezing. Oh. Essendon. Just. Our defense. Mate. No, no loosey goosey for Essendon. Oh, this was uh, sad. This was sad. Second James. game of the, of the Friday night <laughs> fixtures. West Coast taking oh. down our bombers. 16, 11, 107 to 14, 13, 97.
0: James, I checked the scores. Oh. At the start of the game, <laughs> we're, up by, we're up by 22 points, I think it was, very early in the game. And I thought, oh, yeah. Easy win here. Peter Wright was on easy fire, win. kicked a couple on, of goals. It's,
1: it's, yeah, yeah, no, no,
0: win. it's never easy. It's never easy. I swallowed my words there. But I checked the scores again and the Eagles were like up by a point at half time and I'm thinking, Oh, geez, we've let them back in and then when I actually watched the game, James, I couldn't believe how easy it was to score against our defence. It, it it was it was just lament. Mm. It was just awful.
1: Yeah, lot, <laughs> hard to watch. So many holes in our in our team oh, in general. More like, than I feel like, cheese. I feel like relying on young boys to win the game for you. Yeah, like Hobbs. You're relying on Hobbs, Cox, all these guys, and it's uh, Harry Jones. Harry Jones well. was really good, but like you can't you can't be putting all your eggs in a basket that's you know of an average age of twenty. Yep. It's not, it's not the way that football works. And I get, I get that, yeah, okay, we've, we've got them and the draft has worked in our favour and whatnot, but you need these guys who are senior members of the squad. Dylan Shield has gone so quiet this season. Yeah, well. You need Kyle, Kyle Langford. These guys. Yeah, first game
0: in, yeah. These guys are
1: generals though. That's the thing. It's not, I don't feel like it's more Mm. of a, yeah, oh, you, need, you need to be the best players on the ground. It's not just like, hey, can you just lead and lead. do something like tell your player where to go, if a player's
0: out of line, out of position, tell them where to go. And I feel like that's been the biggest question over Essendon for such a long period where we've had no successes, where is the leadership out on the ground? And you know, are they true generals? Are these guys that you just you follow and you just you're out there on the on the, fo- you know, the football pitch and and, yep. and they just, you know, you're just compelled to follow them. And yeah, clearly you you know, West Coast, I think I think Sam was saying this when he tipped the West Coast Eagles on Friday. He was saying, and I, I understand his point now after watching the game, that West Coast were probably overdue for a win. They played extremely well against Geelong. They pushed them to within a couple of goals. And, yeah, they were impressive. And their older players, like your Jack Darlings, Josh Kennedys, um, Jamie Cripps, you know, all of these players have started to bob up again. And so... They, they, they were absolutely, you know, plastered in the media about the way that they were playing, the average losing margins, and, you know, they are the biggest club in Western Australia, and they knew they had to respond, and they did. They were, they were seriously impressive. I mean, there were just moments there where Essendon looked like they were going to run away with the game, but the Eagles just stuck fat to the task and and did everything they they could in their power particularly those small forwards like your Liam Ryan's they were just so so impressive nearly turning back to the clock to 2018 2019 form yep. yeah they big crowd <sighs> at home they they did it james they were they were it's too annoying. they were too
1: good it's so annoying because yeah. you can i'm um, i'm as well like, yeah totally good win last week against the pretenders um, <laughs> from Danny <Biani> in <Moorabbin. laughs> Sorry to my mate Luke, who's watching this. He's a Saints fan. Ah, uh, yes. He's not. He won't be too happy with that. Very cold tonight. at Ackland Street at the moment. It's just... Yeah, I look. That wasn't the that was the Essendon that people saw last week. And no. It's, again, consistency and the Jones. way that oh. we play is just not good. And you know what? You can say as much as you want to say, and you can say, I want this person to be sacked and that person to be sacked. But at the end of the day, the people who you want sacked are not the ones playing on the pitch On the weekend. Correct. It all comes... I guess I I get that there's backroom stuff that's... There's issues, but Mm. they're not the ones playing four quarters on Sunday. They're the ones... It it annoys me as well.
0: (sighs) It annoys me as well, because they say, oh, sack Rudden, sack Rudden, It's just like, well, he made it into the finals last year with this team, Um and yes, as you were saying before, with with young players, they they sometimes have that drop-off in their second year, and that happens quite a bit, but you can't just blame it purely on that. So, yeah, look, really disappointing result for the Dons. It, it, it is re- it's very reminiscent of when they won last, which was against Hawthorne, and the week after they came out against Sydney, and they were awful, and they lost by 50 points. So you're absolutely right. You talk about consistency, you talk about backing in week after week, and this season, three wins, 11 losses, simply haven't done it.
1: Yeah, big time. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so flat about I'm it. I'm flat about it, too. Because it was looking It was a good. winnable game. It was looking Winnable
0: good. game. Yep. Winnable game. And I, I reckon the scoreline flattered us a bit there, James, because, yeah, we, we kicked a couple of late goals and we could have actually won it, which is very scary to believe. But, no, couldn't do it. But that's the story of our season. That's what it Essendon Football Club.
1: Welcome back.
0: Yeah, say, yeah, man, come on. You're
1: vibing that. Yeah, yeah, Vibe come man. on. All right, mm. cool, man. Yeah, woo. Cool, man. Woo, back on the sports desk with Michael and James... <laughs> Before the break, we were just a bit of a chit-chat on the Friday Night Footy and what we think went wrong for the Hawks and the Dons and what went right a- for the... F and F. Yeah. F and F. F and F. Friday, Friday Night, night footy. footy. How good it. is it?
0: Not Moving so good on, for though, us. <laughs> to
1: um, Double S, Super Saturday. Oh, Super Saturday. Super Saturday. Uh, first game of the round I like that. of the Saturday fixtures. Uh, Blues got up against the Dockers, Flag Mantle, as people want to dub them. Uh, twelve nine eighty one to 7 eight
0: fifty. Blues are great. Blues are Blues great. Best win of the year. Yes. Look, I'm sure there's a lot of blue fans that would say round one. I mean, that was a hell of a win. Sam Doherty coming back in. Yep. The big boys up for the Twin Towers, as they call them, doing, doing their own thing. But if you think about the context of their season right now, James, you know, potentially you lose another game, you fall out of any chance of finishing top four, and potentially you lose your double chance as well because they've been, at times, super-duper impressive. Sure. They win this game against a Fremantle side who are welcoming back a lot of good, talented players, Mm -hmm. and Carlton themselves are missing a big chunk of their back line. They are. And they win like they do. They're doing really well. It's incredible, particularly... You know the coach Michael Voss. They put it. He put it on their midfielders last week. They they got absolutely smashed in there against Richmond. They come out this week and they absolutely mm. smash Fremantle's midfield. Mm. It just speaks to the character of this group. Speaks they to the are character harder. Of the coach. They're a harder club because of Michael Voss. I agree. You can't you can't doubt the sort of influence that he's had. You, you talk about he's, Essendon. He's the reason. You I talk think, about I'm Essendon saying. and they were a club who just were lackluster with their pressure, lackluster with their ball movement, and just lacked belief. And you look at that was Colton last year, James. That yeah. was Colton last year. Yeah, it was. Look Absolutely. at him now.
1: It's no mistake. Big Sammy Walsh, the big boy from uh, big boy from Xavier getting forty touches. Forty
0: disposals of the foot of the ball. Yeah and then it's incredible.
1: Uh, Will Brody coming in second with thirty six and then Sam Doherty with thirty Jack, Zach Visha with twenty nine. Fishing, Brayshaw uh 28, 27. George Hewitt twenty seven as well. Lots of touches in there, a few goals uh, if you don't mind me asking, Charlie Kerno, <laughs> can you kick some more as well for Essendon if you want to come down and You're you know, welcome have, have Charlie. a nice contract? Uh, four goals, two. Um, Maddie Cottrell with two goals Got as well. well. Hattie, Harry Mackay, uh, two goals, two. Lockie O'Brien, two goals. Matt Tabernard leading with two goals for the Dockers. Not too much going on for yeah, them. Yeah, not a seven-goal
0: the seven, seven bag there for no. Matty Seven-goal game for the <laughs> Dockers.
1: <laughs> for the Dockers. Go, not the- <laughs> uh, yeah, no, look. I feel like there's a lot a lot of talking points to do with Michael Voss here because he's... <laughs> you love him. Like, you know what it is? It's just the footy smarts. It is, isn't it's it? It's the footy smarts, and he's, he's got the brain for it. And I feel like... <sighs> Who was, who was their coach? I've forgotten about him already. Oh, David Teague. David Teague. Teague. Oh, yeah, dear. not a footy brain. No. Just a mashed potato brain, if you ask me, <laughs> because that, it's just like, what I'm saying is, if you, if you compare them, yep. compare the compare pair, Voss is in a league of his own. Oh. Like there's, there, he, Teague doesn't go near him in the way that tactically he's playing. If that was him with this team, with the back line out, They would capitulate and they'd lose every week. Agreed. Voss has somehow worked his magic, and there's method to the madness that people think, oh, you know, there's so many outs, oh, they're going to lose. He's managed to somehow make it work, and to be fair, Fremantle have got a pretty strong forward line. They do. On their day, they're a really good
0: team. They're a force.
1: And for them to defend the way that they did and play footy the way that they played, credit to them. Oh, you like you can't you can't say otherwise.
0: And again, as you mentioned, with, with such a depleted uh, back line at the moment, they've got to rely on pressure up the field, and that's exactly what the midfield big provide, time. and hence why Michael Voss is such a big factor in the way
1: that the Blues have bounced and researched. And their forward line just has just stepped <sighs> up in the last couple oh. of weeks. And, Char- Charlie Curnow, mate. Send He's it out on crazy. SOS, He's mate.
0: Having, I tell you, yeah. SOS, he, he was a big reason why they got those two big... Players in, yep. uh, big, time. big credit to him.
1: Even Jack Sylvani, Jack Silvani's playing playing well. played bloody well. It's he's, a good he's segue. Doing well.
0: like, I'm, like
1: second ruckman, doubt, I feel like us talking about Carlton and giving them a bit of a boost is not not something you'd hear from Essendon fans. Feels but very like, unnatural. It's it's good to see though because like they've had such a <sighs> yeah. dire last couple seasons and a lot of my mates are Carlton fans and Collingwood yeah, fans I'm, and all I'm that. The and I'm the only Essendon fan. Yeah, There's, like two of us. <laughs> um, and look, it's just good to see because. Is they're doing won? well, and I feel like they'll they'll come out in force for the finals. They will. Sitting fifth at the moment. If they get a couple more wins, they could push in the top four, get a uh, qualifying final, have a double chance. Yeah. If you want. Um, if you want it. But there. i tell you who didn't want it oh. Richmond. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even want the single chance. <laughs> 13 11
0: 89 to 13 8
1: 86. This was the game of wow. the round. Wow. Game of the easily. Jeez, I was, um, it, I was. It's close to
0: game of the season. It's fa- oh, it was fantastic. It was so, so entertaining. My God, the ebbs so and flows good. in this James. My Jack Henry. Gosh, oh my lord, ice in his veins.
1: Yes. Oh yeah,
0: easily. Oh. Can I just say, both the Henry brothers, like we, we've we've spoken about it before we on have. the radio. There are some seriously talented brother combinations oh, yeah, going absolutely. around the AFL. The the Coning brothers. I mean, both of them featured in the last two games we've spoken about, and the Henry brothers. Absolutely prolific, and yep. Ollie Henry's been kicking more
1: goals at uh, Collingwood, rightfully, because he's the forward. Correct. But they he- throw Jack yeah, Henry there fantastic. in his first game
0: back, and he kicks the winning goal.
1: Fantastic. And that Strawberry. grab was insane as well.
0: Oh, such a good I grab. Like, Two
1: bites. I feel like Geelong have got that killer instinct that Richmond don't have this season. And I feel like they're... they're serious, Because they? they're back against the wall. Yep. The media's been writing them off, not us, because we're not the mainstream media, let's be real. No. Um, they're just pulling everything out that they can, and they played well. Um, Jeremy Cameron's 200th game as well. Yeah. Can you believe how quickly that's happened? He, he kicked a few big goals as well. He did. He was, um, he was crucial. I was just impressed. So was I. Impressed. Here's one thing I want to oh, ask you. Here we you. go. Here we go. Does Tommy Stewart get weeks? Oh, absolutely. He's going to get how many, weeks. How many do we think?
0: He was. L- let's just put it this way. Okay. He was extremely remorseful. I, I think. You know, you, you're talking a game where you've got a matter of milliseconds to make a decision. Prestier Prestia. You know, he, he gets rid of the ball. He's sort of falling towards the ground. That can be interpreted in different ways. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't a good look, but you could tell it was. He was extremely remorseful. I feel about like they're
1: going to see it black and white though. I, f- I feel like the MRO are going to go. That's that. Yep. It was a head. It was a shoulder yep. on head. He yep. braced it. He wasn't going for the ball. Yep. It was. Fair income, yep. just going he's, for it. He's going to get three plus he gets, weeks. He gets four for me. Yep. He gets yep. four, without a doubt.
0: You know, high severe always gets more than three weeks. Yep. So it's just a matter of three plus what, you what, know, what that's What happened
1: to... Because pre- I, I didn't watch it live. Did Preston come off it all right? No. No, he he went
0: straight to ground. He he looked like he was in a different universe and yep. uh, he went off. So he didn't went, play the rest so he, of the game. He was under
1: concussion. Clearly birth. concussed. Yeah, that that's four weeks, 100%.
0: And, and James, different you talked about... Different story
1: if he didn't get oh. concussed and he got up and he was all right, but... When you bring concussion into a high contact, really severe bump like that, and I get that Tom Stewart, is one of the nicer guys on the field yeah, who doesn't yeah, want to do anything wrong, but a mistake's a mistake, you got to admit it and you've got to cop it, because that's just... Look, if look, you, yeah. you can't not. No, Because no. If, if something happens like that to another team mm. whose fans feel like they get a little bit more hard done by than the league than others... Mm and they get four weeks and Tom Stewart gets left off with two or, a, yep. or three, yep. they're going to riot. it exactly. so you've got to set the... You've got to set the precedence. You have to set the standard.
0: You have to set it. Because in other leagues, as you mentioned, people are going to look at that and go, well, it's okay to do it because Tom Stewart correct. only got a week or
1: two. And then when they do it, they get reprimanded even more. Oh, and it can almost
0: be a criminal offence yeah, at those levels. So, yeah, yeah you, you do... You, you he's are just right, though. That is,
1: that is such a good point mm. that it sets a standard for the, for the lower leagues. Absolutely, and, it does. Amateur level pub footy. That is such a good point. I didn't really, I didn't even think of that. What well, right
0: I, man? That's right. Cool. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah, Tom Stewart. Look, here's the thing that I've I've got to give him some credit for. This happened in the first quarter. He goes on and he's the most influential player on the ground. Play nine touches. You know, I think one of the reasons, James, and and this is you know slightly controversial opinion, but. You know the reason why I think the AFL haven't have brought in, in yellow or red cards or even sin bins like what the NRL State of Origin has is because I feel like when a player does a crude act, often you'll see you know almost the malice goes into the the hands of the opposition. They'll Absolutely. they'll target them. Uh, the player usually is slightly rattled after that and they have an off game. But in this situation, it was the complete opposite. I he feel like was he, he was he was the three votes.
1: Yeah, for sure. the End of the day, I feel like yeah, it's. You can't compare AFL with NRL or whatever like that because there's not that brute that NRL has where, yeah, you get into scraps that lead to punches and stuff. Yeah. AFL's a very... Not a not a fair-weather game, but it's... It's prim and proper to the point where yeah. you don't see many punches being yep. thrown. So I feel like, yeah, they, they get it right every time. And, yeah, he's going to get three weeks minimum.
0: And I think he knew that as well. He yeah, knew that time. he was going to get weeks. Um, Chris Scott said it at the end of the game. But what he did was he was marking everything. He was intercepting. I think he ended up with twenty nine disposals. Yep. James, he seven hundred and thirty seven meters game. Massive game for him. Without him there, uh, they. I don't
1: think they would have won. And you know uh, he what? was huge. This this could. I know it's it, could, it, it will affect Geelong one hundred percent because he's one of their best players at the moment. But. I feel like this is going to make him more hungry for finals. Oh, it will. He will. He'll be back before then. He'll be back for, I think, the last the last round or the last two rounds. But when, it, when, when a player gets, you know, knocked down and they're suspended or whatever like that, they hit the training deck 10 times harder oh, like, while time. they're off because oh. they just want to be back and almost make a statement to themselves that, all right, I've made a mistake. I'm going to come back a better person, a better player, whatever like that. A uh, um, couple yeah. of quick notable shout-outs for this game. Yep. Uh, loved shy. Shai-
0: Love Shea Bolden's game. He, he's scary good. He, he look because he is so talented, James. There are times where he'll 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 always look to play on when he's close to the goals. So he'll mark the ball and then he'll just you know snap around the body or something. And he sometimes messes it up. So that's probably the only part of his game he's got to steal himself because he's such a nice kick of the footy. See, he's oh, actually sure. quite a nice drop punt set shot a goal. So he should just more often just put away the trick bag and just kick a goal, because there were times where he he messed up royally, but he was incredible, and when he was one-on-one at full forward, he was just unstoppable. There's no match-up for him, so he was really good. And Tyson Stengel, we talk about another small forward, um, nearly the pick-up of the season, I reckon, James. Oh, yeah. Eddie Betts Betts was a big factor in getting him across to Geelong, because Eddie picked up a role at Geelong, and, um, yeah, just Grabbed him off the off the canvas. Um, obviously, Geelong gets so many inside fifties. He was just a huge factor, particularly in that last quarter. Set up that he actually set up that goal at the very last part of that quarter. So, shout out to Tyson Stengel. He's been amazing. So, yeah, great win by the Cats, James. Probably the game of the round,
1: easily, and one of their biggest games of the season <sighs> so far. Good crowd there too. Great crowd. And I tell you what, was also a great crowd. I'm, I'm, I'm all that segway today. Oh, you are, mate. You are on a Saturday night. Oh, 735 It gets rocking doesn't it the SCG especially when the swan this swan is a dub by 51 oh, points against the pretenders you, from Morabin. if you don't mind uh yeah Sydney beat the Saints <laughs> 83 32 12 goals 11 to 4 goals 8 what a shocking performance from uh, from St Kilda like that was yeah. deplorable a- a- as a oh, fan of St Kilda oh, you can so bad. you can you can sometimes
0: give a a team a bit of leeway when they have a really bad night, right? When where they have a performance where you just think, nah, you know, it's uncharacteristic. Excusable. But James, just wait for it. But two weeks in a row, that's that's just unacceptable. Yeah, it happened against Essendon, but but for it to happen again, mm.
1: oh, Up season on the th- line. They third quarter, oh. three quarter time, Jeez. they scored eighteen points, two goals, six. And then, then they scored two goals two in the last quarter. Ratten goes <laughs> without. No, I'm being serious because big call, this uh, this is this is something that is going to cause a crisis wow. in St Kilda. And I'm not like I'm not having a joke or whatever like that. I think that's, it's a, that's a big it call. A, it is a serious matter wow. that St Kilda's got to address. Wow! Because the inconsistencies that this club has had this year is a joke. Yeah. I'm, a, not, I'm not a Kilda fan. I don't particularly like them. But when you see a club that's, hey, oh, flag Saints, oh, we're going to do so good the first half of the mm-hmm. season, and then pull up performances that under-12s could do better with, that's, like, I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. So that, there's something wrong with this team, and the root of the problem starts with the coach, without a doubt.
0: Well, James, I think... The, the important thing to pick out from this is where did they go wrong in this game? And I think one of the big things that you look at St Kilda, when they're playing well, I mean, there's so many different areas, right? But the, the one big thing that you look at when the Saints are playing at their best is their pressure. Yep. They are one of the best pressure sides. And they you have one of those pressure meters on Fox footy. It's always up around 200. They're just elite pressure. But that has dropped off the last two weeks completely. And their forward pressure is something that allows them to score quite potently, and that's obviously Absolutely. something that wasn't there on the weekend. And then the other thing is, was the ball movement. The ball movement was atrocious. It
1: was non-existent. It was non-existent. It was non-existent. The like, entries to Max King were, were were average at best. He's he's one of those players where, yeah, you've got a key forward and you've got someone who's yeah. a very good footballer on his day mm. when he's kicking straight, let's be, let's be yeah. clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? But... It's like anything in Mm. world game, in Mm. basketball, in anything. When you've got someone like that, you need players to feed said player. Totally, James. And you cannot put blame on him, and anyone who does is wrong. And I get people have got opinions about stuff, and everyone's allowed their opinion, but if you think that he's going to change the game by being a key forward who doesn't have great movement and mobility, you're wrong. Mm. You need players to provide them and give them the ball so then they can kick the goals and if he's not getting any anything to him at all of course he's going to be quiet mm. you know you, ratten just they need to question the way that he's coaching and what he's doing because he could he could quite easily be gone Within the next three weeks,
0: it's it's a really good call because because they have been talking about renewing his contract, but they were talking about that three weeks ago no when way. they were playing well. Hey,
1: when you're when you're kicking four goals at eight,
0: but this is the Jekyll and Hyde of St Kilda. They bet Fremantle this year. They came back from behind and bet Geelong in one of their best wins this year. They that, had a gritty the team They had a gritty performance against
1: GWS on the road. I mean, yeah. you're absolutely right. It's, that's not the team who beat Fremantle though. Like if you watch the both games. That's a different side. You're right. It's a, and again, it's the same players, but it's mood. It's yeah. the camaraderie. Yep. It's the culture. Everything about it is just not there anymore.
0: And I also, I also subscribe to the fact that there's there is also an over, uh, I think an over reliance on some of their stars. Like you think about Patty Ryder, you think about Jack Still, and you think even to an extent about Brad Hill. Brad, all three of those players were out on the weekend, and you just saw. They are worlds apart from what they from what they are at their best. So, again, you don't want to make excuses about personnel being out because you're absolutely right. If, if if it's a thing that you know, if it's like a systemic culture issue, then that's something that's deeper. Or if it's just a lack of understanding when you go out there on game day, but if you're relying on your stars to have to carry the team at, at stages, then that's where you've got some serious personnel issues. So, yep, yeah, they were they were really awful. Um, Quick, quick, uh, quick! Call—they don't make the eight, James.
1: No, nah, not at all. No, nah, the way, the way that, they're the playing. Way they're playing. You cannot. You cannot think this does it, and if they do, they don't deserve it. Yep, like it's
0: real disappointing because they were looking top four at one point. Yep, that's how good they were, big time.
1: <laughs> Again, with a singing Michael. Like?
0: My bad
1: habits lead to you, St. Kilda St. a Kilda no. oh, job. That's what no. they are. <laughs> Back on the sports desk, Great Michael song. and James. It's currently. Th- 4.46 It is And we should be 14 minutes away from ending We should be guess what We're on for another like hour We're on for another hour We're on for another hour have so got to stick with our voices For another Stick with us How long Yeah yes. An hour, and, hour 14 and 14 minutes Good luck with that Boys <laughs> Good luck with that uh, So we just Recapped this Super did. Saturday of football It was a good Saturday And uh, Now we're going to go to the
0: What do you call it? Silly Sunday S- silly to silly to some extent, Sunday, absolutely. I mean,
1: the results weren't silly. The results no, are actually quite good no, for a few teams. Very good wins. But not for North Melbourne. No, North 57 Melbourne. 57 points. North Melbourne. They just... I don't know. Look, North I just... That's North for you. 57 points. 8-10, 58 to 17, 13, <laughs> 115. Oh, wow. God, North Melbourne. Wow. You poor, innocent soul. What are we going to do with you? Um, Aaron Hall... For North Had the most disposals For the game With 38 Four by Rory Rory Laird And Ben Keys With 34 And 30 uh, Yeah just Not good for North But look I feel like you can Shift away from North Because it's <laughs> You're not really Going to go anywhere When you talk about it Let's be honest um, No
0: but I mean It's You know what James it's disappointing It was It was uh, Jackson Archer's First game It was in North Melbourne
1: colours. Did you watch the
0: video midweek? Oh, oh! How nice was Mate, that,
1: If you weren't, if he, you weren't <sighs> getting a bit choked up on that, what's wrong with you? Because like that was, ah, oh. I got, I got very emotional. It was, it was a beautiful father son moment. How nice was and it? And
0: you could just tell that Glenn was so damn proud. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It was and great.
1: I'm so happy that he made big his shout out as to him. Well. Big yeah. shout out. How did he go? Did you watch the game? Because I was a bit... I think he had th- I kind of turned it on touches. and off, on and off. Yeah, 15 yeah. touches, no goals. 138 okay. metres gained. Not too bad for his first game. Not bad. Look. If, if he's half of the player that his dad was, he'll I mean, be a serious talent. I mean, shin century. <sighs> Glenn Archer. Hard to get past that. And his son, you know, Don and, the, uh, Don and the Stripes in North Melbourne. Good on him. I'm happy for him. But look, I feel like this is more of a talking point on Adelaide because that was a good win. That yep. was a good, one. I feel like that's the win that they've needed this season. And for them to, and for Tex to just go oh, nuts the ballistic. way that he did. That goal where he's, he's on their left pocket and he snapped it with his right and it's just. Oh, it was insane. Buried in. <laughs> it was insane. Class. Like, I'm being serious. The, the way that they've played was convenient. He kicked 6-2. Um, Darcy Fogarty with 4-1. James Rowe with 2. Z- Cammy Zerha with 2 goals 2. Uh, and look did well. He led the team from the front. He did. He did what he needed to do, and I feel like all the younger boys as well. Because um, I feel like Adelaide, they got a lot of young players in their rebuild that they had. Mm-hmm. They picked up a lot of youngsters and they did well. They did. They did. They've done really well this season. I rate a lot of them. Even the last two three years, have stepped up. They have from where they were, not winning a game until what round? Fifteen or whatever it was. But of the, they're in the top eight. The first half of this year, they were
0: for, for for a big chunk of the probably the first six or seven games. Obviously, you know that that doesn't that's not the 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 sign that your that, club's yeah. going to finish in the eight. But gee, they beat Richmond. Um, they've they've pushed a lot of other clubs. They, they've been they've been seriously impressive this year, James. It's, it's
1: their fifth win of the season. They're sitting thirteenth uh, with an eighty five point five percentile. It's look. <laughs> You don't. I, f- I feel like this is more of a season where they're wanting pres- to preserve it and kind of just keep in right. form. Yep. Because I feel like they know that they're not going to make finals and they know they're not the best team in the league. And every game is just a focus point of, hey, let's play this game on the merit. Let's play the team the way that we see them play. Mm-hmm. And that's how we play our footy. Yep. And if they keep doing that, they'll be back up there. Because they I feel will. like every rebuild that teams have had, they haven't focused on anything but themselves. For the whole season And yeah, oh, they've had big games But why give in to the hype? Just worry about yourselves mm. And you
0: get the win That's right And look, the other thing is I know it's been a bit of a talking point this season About Tex Walker Yeah, I think he is out of contract At the end of the season but James the way I see it and the way that rebuilds often happen where you've got to have some real experienced guys who know the culture they feed into the culture they can educate the young players about the culture of the club someone like a Tex Walker he's just got to hang around but he's also 32. but also you know Adelaide didn't cut his contract You know, obviously he had that time out because of what he said and what he did. Yeah, fair enough. He lived and he learned.
1: He He lived and he learned.
0: People make mistakes. He came back and now he's leading again. So I think he's got to show that faith in the football club that that they showed faith in him to to bring him back with open arms and forgive him. And, you know, he's done his time and now he's back and he's leading by example. So I I think he stays.
1: I feel like he's got two more years in him. He's 32. 34 is a pretty good... Good year yeah. to retire as a as a forward of his start of his structure. Like he's yeah. he's not one of those typical tall forwards who's just not agile and you know immobile. Like he's decently tall and he's built really well he and is, he's he? got agility. He does surprisingly. Thirty four is a good age, and I feel like they'll they'll give him two more years. I'll say, hey mate, two more years, sign it, go down to club legend, and that's it.
0: Yep, and I think Darcy Fogarty, as we mentioned before, four goals. He's starting to look like a much more complete forward with, yeah, with more doing, presence. He's, he's done well. It's been frustrating for Adelaide supporters. You talk to any Adelaide supporters, they're like, oh, when's Darcy fucking he going to come on? When's he going to be good? And, look, you know, he's, he's he's really impressed. So he's going to be one of those players that you just, hopefully, you put his magnet on the board at centre-half forward in the future and you say, he's the guy that we want the ball in his hands because he's yeah. a pretty good set shot
1: when he's on. They'll so, want to take it uh, you time. know, in their, in the palm of their hand because he was he came to the club as a drafty. And if that can be a story that they can write, where he stays at the club until he retires, or he's only twenty two, he's
0: still pretty he's young. He's so isn't he? young. We, I, I think. I think we're pretty unforgiving, aren't we, with like the development that it takes to get a key forward up and about. To like but Adelaide have done well. They've done really well with well, it. <laughs> Credit to them. They've and he's wearing the number thirty two, James. That's a that's a pretty. That's a big number. Pretty big number it's at a big Adelaide, number isn't it?
1: <laughs> I feel like yeah, they've done well with his with his development and the way that you know they haven't rushed him into. Hey, he's put too much pressure on him and rushing him into the into the first 18 and giving him these game times and making him play vital games. They're kind of just pacing him into it so he doesn't feel that shock of, wow, I'm in AFL for yep. you now from playing in the sandfall where you've, you know, still pretty high class yeah, in the sandfall, but he's holding his own and, I re- and that's a credit to Adelaide. It's a credit to big, Adelaide. Big credit to Adelaide. So, no,
0: good win particularly in Tasmania that's not an easy yeah. place to play footy very in general hard place
1: to play footy. so
0: no very very good win by the crows and uh yeah they they might be that team james at the end of the season where there are clubs competing for top 8 spots that just want to get in and lock in finals they might be one of those clubs that breaks a few hearts of some of the opposition yeah i feel like they'll
1: they'll gay crash a few parties. I reckon guys. they will. I reckon they we're will be winning crashes. are ruin the year. <laughs> uh, next game on Sunday uh, took place at 3.20pm at the G. Collingwood against the Giants the 2018 no the 20 2019, 2019, 2019 prelim. prelim. My God. Yeah that was God, a that feels
0: ago. feels like a long time ago doesn't it? To, except, Colling, except Collingwood got the win. <laughs> except Collingwood got the W. <laughs> and you got long hair now. I got long hair now for for the audience uh, playing along at home. I tell you what, James. Uh, pretty similar weather to yeah. back in 2019 prelim. Wet. Yuck. Misere
1: N- Not not good. But look, Put 11 goals, 22. Bit of inaccurate kicking from yeah. the Pies. Pies could have won this by a lot. The more. 12 goals, 577. They did choke. Of was it like a 40 point? Collie wobbles. They got the collie wobbles. Yeah, they did. At, at it was times. it was not good. They. Yeah, we went up to 40 points in the third quarter, and they only got it done by 11. They not did not great, but look, they'll take it. It's they'll a win, take it. and they need the wins because they're that team who I mm. tipped to jump in the top eight and St Kilda to drop out. Did you that, tip this at the start of the season? No, no, this no, like no, no. This was like last two weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago, I said yeah. That Collingwood will be the it's team that replaces St Kilda. It's a good call. They're playing good footy. Brody Meyercheck... Insane form. Oh, he's he's oh. playing really well. I'm glad you mentioned him because he he's a guy that often goes
0: under the radar. He, he's your typical like blue collar footballer. Yeah, but he's an incredibly reliable forward. Well, like, oh, I'm so glad you mentioned him. He, he got he's picked, picked up in super. the mid
1: season draft in 2018. Yeah, <gasps> and so that means obviously he didn't get drafted. He wasn't good enough in the draft in the AFL's eyes at the start when he was 18 but he's one of the best forwards. Oh. He's not a key, key forward, but he's one of those forwards who's pushed up the ground, plays a mm. bit of forward flank, whatever yeah. like that. He can play tall and small. Yeah. He, he, he can do both. He kicks goals, and he did well. The goals that he kicked, even though he only scored two goals, three, they were the vital goals. And what about the one
0: that he kicked from about 60? Yeah. And it just it wasn't touched. I couldn't <laughs> it, believe it. It just it. went in. It just kept going. <laughs> I, you, <laughs> you know, know ended what? Up Credit to him.
1: Credit to him. Mm. It was an absolute... Cannon of a of a, of a, oh, of, a uh, of a boot that he got it on. He's got a big, he's got a big leg. He's got yeah, mate. I tell you what, whatever they're doing down there in the gym, that's mate. You yeah. get a lot of you get a lot of money for that in a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a big piece. that's a big piece of meat. Yeah,
1: look, Giants will be wondering what went wrong here, though. Yeah, they would. They because would. Because even though they did, you know, bring back a forty-point lead to only, uh, you know eleven points at the end. They will think, hey, we, we we took it we could have taken their chances more and the even though look the young boys stepped up again as they did, well. They been, they've been This good. is another team like Adelaide who have the young boys who have drafties mm. who have come through and they're finally getting their game from, they're playing well, they're not they just didn't have that extra edge that Collingwood did. And even though Collingwood did hold on, they will be thinking to themselves, what went wrong with us? Mm. So I think both teams will be looking at themselves and saying what were our flaws in this game? Not yep. more positives, more negatives, and mm, anything else. Agreed. Because, again, Collingwood should have at least kicked five more than this. Oh. At, at least five more or six more than this. Yeah. Um, just inaccurate kicking. One of... I, I'd, I'd probably say one of their worst kicking performances they had because they had a couple... Um, Josh Dacos, in particular, kicked zero goals, three. Jamie Elliott, two goals, three. Brody Majacek, two goals, three. Jack Ginevan, one goal, two. Those could have been into goals, at least one of them, yeah. in every single one, and that would link up four goals.
0: And and the Australian citizen, Mason Cox, he had a really quiet day. He did. Because he's, he's going to be the debate for Collingwood now, James, is Brodie Majek is available in the next couple of weeks. Do you, with... How good? Because, I mean, he's been amazing, hasn't he? Um Darcy Cameron. Like, he's been awesome in the ruck. Yep. He's been kicking goals. He's been really dynamic. Do you keep all three of those talls in your side, or do
1: you push one out? I feel like you've got to push one out. I feel like I you agree. can't have three talls, Can't do And it. that's not, not how footy works, and especially if you're going to play finals footy, you need to start playing a short. Get a Jamie Allard in there. Get a Taylor Adams in there. Get someone like that who's... Good around the ball in the forward line, playing an unnatural position, even mm. though the Taylor Adams can play up there. He can. He needs to, someone, someone needs to play small. Mm. Even get Quainor up there. Someone, if mean, obviously Guinevere is up in the forward pocket all mm. the time. Mm. Yeah. It'd be very, very, very silly of Craig McRae to play three, three tall forwards up there. So,
0: Collingwood, they have Gold Coast next week. At Metricom, so not the easiest of games. I feel like they'll win that, though. But they will win that, I feel, as well. After that, they've got North Melbourne at home, Adelaide away, and then then Essendon at home. So you could almost, almost pencil in four wins. And if that's the case, that takes them to 13 wins, James. So they are entrenched inside the eight if they win all four of those games. The games after they got, they got Port, Melbourne, Sydney, and Carlton. They're all pretty tough games to finish the season. But if they win those four games, the next four games, they've made it.
1: They've made it into yep. the eight. And I feel like they're more than capable of doing so. Um yeah, they've been they've been that dark horse for me this season and they've slipped under the radar for a lot of a lot of people. But yeah, he's they're doing well. Yeah. Craig McCray, there's McRae. There's, there's something there. <laughs> he's he's done well. Gosh. Credit to him Craig. for come, for coming off a uh, a a team that's been very rocky the last couple of years. Mm. Getting Nick Dacos in there, getting <laughs> getting these younger guys, Jack Inivan. People don't like him But I'm I'm slowly Kind of being a fan of him One of the The pie supporters Love him don't they They the, cheer his name Every time great. he comes
0: up On the <laughs> They
1: love him One of the One of the Giants players Xavier O'Halloran uh, Got a bit of, a bit stuck into him hey. uh, In the middle of the game yes. And he was just He was just having a go at him Getting right into <laughs> him And then all the Collingwood players Swarmed him With oh. jumping punching him And I'm oh, like Mate oh. Mate That's uh, that's that wrong move You don't mess with Guinea Like You don't mess with Guinea He's a protected species Over there Because <laughs> Like, if someone touches him, everyone's gonna go after the person who touches him like Glad oh. he didn't go to Bali James. <laughs> uh, that, that that is a whole, no, kettle that's of a whole fish. other kettle
0: of fish. Well, well you gotta say real quick though, credit to Collingwood and their playing group for yeah. actually getting through all of the distractions that they had this week, putting it to one side and winning this game. Don't you
1: love it though? Like they just they just stuck it up everyone who doubted them and said, oh, are they the bad boys of the AFL? <laughs> just you know what? Stop and the let him play club. footy. Let him play footy. Come on. Let him play footy. That's what Let's I say. let do it. Let him eat cake. Let him play footy. We got uh, Port Adelaide and Gold Coast. This yes. was the second best game of the round, I think. I think so uh, as well. This was great. Oh, I was Crucial game. I was screaming at my TV oh, in the last 30 seconds of who this. who did you game. want to win? Suns. I tipped, Me too. I, I, tipped I tipped them. I tipped, as well. the Suns. I tipped them. Uh, coming <laughs> off, well, two point victors, Port Adelaide, uh, 13 15 93 to 13 13 91. Uh, look. Was it deliberate? No. No. <laughs> No. We're just gonna go straight to no. that. What was it last last
0: twenty seconds?
1: Um, and the player just takes it over. Yeah. But there was pressure. Yeah, there was. You can't you cannot say that. Like Which which call was it that was it this week that they that they gave... Oh, uh, the Darcy Moore call yeah, was that awful, was Cause, that was Because <laughs> what
0: happened was the ball deflected off his leg. Correct. And then he actually chased the ball because he yep. knew that if he didn't, it would be deliberate. Correct. And he actually got a, a finger to it when it went through the goal yep. line. So... When you show that effort, like, like it's even when it's the same thing. When a player shanks a ball and then they go and chase it twenty meters and they get the ball before it goes out of bounds, that's not deliberate either. Oh, but so they do bad. pay it sometimes. They it do was pay it. So bad. And that was a bad call. One of the worst calls of the round. Glad Collingwood got up because if there wasn't, there would be riots outside. They'd be yeah, riots. Be, be right. They'd be shutting be down at, a lot of the tram at, lines through Victoria in Park. <laughs>
1: yeah, look, <laughs> tearing the place down. This was yeah. This was a great game. Great man. game. I feel like. I I think that personally, Adelaide Oval is one of the best grounds to watch. When it's sport. rocking, uh, James, oh, you cannot beat it. You Twenty five flatters. I'm trying to, <laughs> mate. The,
0: what are we? What's with this? Pli- we're, we're ruining it every time, aren't we? The five <laughs>
1: I don't like have Be any. Awful. Why? Why what are do they doing? They need to stop. They've got so much good going for. Where are you them. are going no they don't. Oh no they don't because they, they lost the
0: Grand Prix yeah, and we still have the Grand Prix yeah. and they've got mm. Pi I mean, and look, they've and got Grand Finals hosted in Melbourne. They've got the
1: um they've got the Adelaide Oval, that's kind of nice. That is kind nice. That's bad it. Torrance Rivers, slightly cleaner than the era. Yeah, they've got that they've got that new hotel. Yeah, yeah. Look, look <laughs> yeah, there's,
0: we're really there's not a lot. <laughs> we're pulling short streaks there's,
1: <laughs> there's not a lot to do in Adelaide, but look, let's let's get to the actual nitty-gritty oh, the of this game. 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 Loved it. The Suns played insanely well for the for the season that they've had and as rocky as it's been where they've had fantastic times and really abysmal games, this was one of their better games. And I don't think they should be disappointed with themselves. They lost no fans, James. The
0: way that they played in this game. They were down at certain times in this game, by 20 or so points. And just the way that they came in, probably more, actually. We're looking at the worm now. um, Yeah, they... they, Port Adelaide got out to some serious leads. Yeah, 30
1: points at at one stage. At one stage. It was floating around, like, 15. Yeah. Look...
0: To keep fighting back against, as you mentioned, the massive, frenetic Port Adelaide crowd, that is a seriously good effort to do Big time. on the road. Big time. And this game's usually played
1: in China. It is. <laughs> it is. But for some uh, unbeknown reasons to the rest of the world, oh, it wasn't. Oh, uh, dear me. They should, oh, you know what they should do? They should do it like a UK game. Except yeah. this time, let's not try and make a massive fight out of it. Port, <laughs>
0: Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide played Western Bulldogs in a curtain raiser in England once.
1: The, yeah, that, yeah, and that was the. I, I feel like that was the game that just turned into a UFC bout. Oh, no. uh, but look, yeah, look. Honestly, impressed with the Suns. Very good, regardless of the result. And yeah, look, you you can pick, you can grasp at straws here, saying, "Oh, if they got a snap off, they would have won." But end of the day. Regardless of if that snap got off, Mm -hmm. that's not going to change the way that they played for the four quarters. Yeah, And credit to them, hold your head high. Port Adelaide got the win, so be it. They played just as well uh, as well. And going just very quickly through a few of the uh, leading disposal... Uh, Getters Riley Bonner And Dan Houston And Tuok Miller All with 30 Tuok Yeah Tuok Miller uh, (laughs) Carl Amon And Ollie Wines With 26 David Swallow Second best for the Suns With 25 Leading goal kickers We're going to talk about this
0: guy We've Big, got to talk about Big this Big Todd Marshalls crazy good. He he finally emerged. I, I think so many Port Adelaide fans would have been frustrated again like the Darcy Fogarty chat. This is this is a player who, you know, has taken a little bit longer to develop, but he's such a beautiful set shot of goal he's now great. James. And and what he what he has has added to his game is just the forward presence. Big time. He's got the craft. He, he's a much bigger body now. And he just doesn't miss when yep. he has a shot. So, another four crucial goals on the night. He's probably their number one forward target now. I agree. Overshadowing big bucket D- D- Dixon, isn't he? I,
1: but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you who I absolutely love and I'd want at my club. Connor Rosie. Rose. I oh, really love him. Oh, everything about him. He's just one of those... Classy footballers. I love him. Isn't he? He's just like... You you know when someone's got immaculate technique and it's just so nice to watch them play football? That is of rosier. Chink. He's so good. He's insane. Um, Marbill Choll with three. Isaac Rankin with three. Levi Casbolt with two. Hasn't he been good, Levi? He's been great. He's been great. Oh, my gosh. Um, And Brandon Ellis with two. I think Levi's kind of glad he's... At, at the Suns now, I think so. I think so. Can you imagine?
0: Can you imagine the pressure on him to try and kick goals in Carlton's side now? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, nah. oh my God, he, he, he couldn't handle it. No way. <laughs> and then Big Chuck Dixon with one goal, one. Chuck uh, Dixon. And yeah, like I think seven more individual goal scorers. But look, good. I'm happy with the way that each each both teams played, and they'll go into next week both with pretty big games um for themselves. Going uh, obviously the Suns have got Collingwood and. I've I've gone completely blank. Ah, oh, here we go, cheeky. The pair ha- Frio's playing uh, Port. Oh, that's a massive
0: game. Adoptis, so Adoptis. Port, that that's huge. Report, and then Port have GWS. So I mean, yep. look, Port. Look, they're, they're unlikely to make the eight, but if they they've got Melbourne, Geelong, and Collingwood, and then Richmond consecutively, mm. that's very difficult. Yep. But and one of uh, two of those two are
1: in. Port Adelaide, so the, the, they're a chance, that, but. Th- this is a this is crazy that. Ninth through to 12th, they're only separated by one game.
0: Yeah. it's. We always say it, don't we, that, that, that the bottom of the eight seems to be very, very close most seasons. Yeah, And I mean, it came down to a matter of percentage last season. I yeah. think yesterday we were oh, a clear it game in, but a yep, like, couple of
1: rounds to go, it, it was it's, very close. It's been like that the past few seasons, though. I feel like it this has. season has been the best footy season we've had. I agree. Results-wise and yep. the competitive nature of it. And look, if Gold Coast did win that game, they were—they'd be sitting tenth right now because on percentage they have been wow. up against St Kilda, and they would be equal games to Western Bulldogs. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. I don't. I don't think you can write off the Gold Coast Suns here. No. Nor no. Port. I don't think you can write off either of them for finals in a sneaky, smoky chance. You can't. You, you just can't. They um, were so good. They were look, really good. Yeah, no one was, should have lost on the weekend in that game. They were just... 100%. Was, 41 that day. 41,
0: 41 that day. 41 in Adelaide. Um, but I will say this, though, James. Yep. Like, talk about key moments. The Gold Coast with, I think it was about 40 seconds to go. I think it was Charlie Ballard. He marks it just on the 50 line. And he chose to have a shot at goal. And, How, then, and, and then, And uh, then midway through his run-up, he decides to play on and pop it up with twenty meters out and nothing happened. You either take the shot, you steal yourself shot. and win the game, or you just set it up as quickly as Obviously, possible. He, he burnt had no confidence. twenty he burnt twenty seconds.
1: Yeah. And it was eleven seconds at the stoppage and they had no time. He had no confidence in that shot no. without a doubt. Because when you learn from that as soon as someone hesitates <laughs> when they're taking a shot there's something wrong with it. This mouth guard was in his shoe when he was yeah. kicking it. Like As soon as I saw it, I'm like, mate, what are you doing? Mate, what are you doing? Alright, take a set shot. All right. Relax, relax, relax. And then he plays He's on. just gonna have some game awareness. But anyway, that's, that's that. That's that's that. footy for you. That that's was a, that yeah. was round fifteen for you. Uh just going very through very quickly. Only took us an hour and fifteen minutes to get That's through all right. It. When you when you got a two hour show, you may as well hey. just draw it out. Let's do it. Uh Melbourne sit on top with forty-four points, then Geelong Brisbane, Fremantle, Carlton, all on 40 points, separated by percentage. Uh, Brisbane knocking on the door there of Geelong's um, sitting 0.6 of a percentage um, behind them. So that's, that's... how close it is. That's insane. That's uh, and then, obviously, Sydney, Collingwood jumped up into the 8th, going 7th, and the Doggies sitting in 8th. Knocking on the door, on the like door. we said, Richmond, St Kilda, Gold Coast, Port Adelaide, and then sitting at the bottom of the ladder, North Melbourne, with only one win for the season. But oh look, that's footy. That's that footy was fire. that. We've got another hour of the show, Michael. We're going to. Are we going to? We're going to
0: talk some tennis. Let's talk some tennis, James. So first thing first, Wimbledon, cream, strawberries, grass courts, champagne, glass. Red cordial. It's classy, isn't it? White prestige. Yep. Oh yeah, whites. Gosh, your <laughs> your, yeah, your coach or your just, parents would hate you for it coming home. You got all this grass on you. Uh,
1: um, and you know what? They're not complaining because they've got all the sponsorships in the world. And they're no, they like, do. I've hey, got, got, got some grass stains. Going to get a new shirt? Sure, uh, sure. <laughs> Did you see that I saw Daria gavrilova has got a TikTok right, and <laughs> bad decision. She, no, you know what? No, no. it's very <laughs> insightful. Because she took us through a day in the life of what it's like to be in Wimbledon. And they went to the they went to get their gift, like their gifts for Wimbledon. Like mm. the, everyone gets a bunch of stuff when they yeah, right. get into the main... And it's all corgi. Oh, yeah, you wish. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just to
0: pick up a corgi. That'd they, cost a bit of money. The breeders would be busy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, get, they, they all get a trophy for just participating in oh it. So it's this little like gold, uh, this... Gold writing on this glass kind of trophy thing that sits in a nice little box, and they've got always all the stuff, and the ladies can get a bunch of flowers if they oh. want. They get, I think, they get a bottle of champagne or something like that. Jeez. It's all, it's all nice, and you know what? I don't expect anything less.
0: No, but that's seriously, that's yeah. so good. Yeah,
1: I love that. I got, I got one question for you. Yeah, go on. We're gonna, I'm gonna ask you this question. <laughs> We're gonna throw to a very quick song. Yeah, i like We're gonna it. come back We're and gonna review come back this with more tennis. Yes. This, the the uh, duo that we all know and love, Tenacity Kokonakis oh, the, the Splash Brothers. What do we think is going to happen, Special K? What do we think is going to happen to the Special K this this So, James, they're
0: going in as a wild card, I assume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just this oh, makes me oh, so excited because oh. all I think is Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. It's going to go nuts. What's going to happen? It? Do you think that people are going to embrace it or the prim and proper? Tennis goers that, you know, drive their Aston Martins to the... Uh, and their members, <laughs> mind you, you know, and they and they pull up and whatever. Uh, crack it and be like, this is against tennis and how dare you ruin our game. Or will the English fans who are more football orientated and, you know, that kind of more like blue-collar... Kind of, you know, sports yes, goer, yes. Uh, embrace them, and they kind of get around them. I've just got a vision in my head of them
0: <laughs> absolutely going wild. I think they're going to embrace it, James. Can you imagine if they just don't wear like
1: white and they just <laughs> come in like fluoro <laughs> and stuff? I,
0: I I still believe that they're going to have some form of fluoro. I don't know whether the shoes or or it's even just 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 like the Nike, badge, yeah, yeah, yeah you need, like the swoosh the or something. <laughs>
1: No, hey, it'd be the racket, k- k-
0: the racket. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to glow in the dark. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I hope they embrace them because they're seriously entertaining to watch, and they're actually both super talented. So they are. I think it's going to be great. So for we, what do you think
1: is going to happen? Do you reckon they'll, do you reckon they'll embrace them? Like- Depends how far they get. If they if they get
0: three or four rounds in, they will become an unstoppable force, and everyone's going to embrace them. But mm. if they if, if if they're a couple in, and there's British favourites who are playing them, uh, they'll they'll get booed. <laughs> I cannot wait for it. I'm so excited. I, I, am, I hope they. I hope
1: they win the whole thing. I am beyond keen. Oh. I feel like that's just going to be our thing now. We're just going to come back and you're just going to start <laughs> singing a bunch of songs and just do whatever we've you gotta,
0: want. We got to bring it in. We got to bring it in totally. We've got a. We've got an extra voice here today. I do, um, do, do, oh, do. Do, do. Do you do? You, do you have a long enough memory from Friday? Yeah. Mm. No, no. The weekend challenged you a bit, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, fair. No, fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get Friday night out of my head. But we've got <laughs> we've got Jason here who's been doing some ima- uh, amazing camera work. If you follow us uh, at Sports Desk Sin on Instagram and Facebook, you will notice that all of our shows are being recorded, and there are some great clips on there little from you and, I, you and I show, and, and even even Sammy um, features a few times on there, Shout which we Sammy. love. Shout out to Sammy Boy, if you're listening. And uh, Jason is here, and he's going to chime in a little bit. Jason, welcome. we we'll just be dropping a few one-liners, you I reckon, for the final few minutes, mate, as, as t- I like, get the footage ready for our Facebook uh, Instagram. That uh, so is more yes, than fine with me. That is more than week. fine with me as well. You you're into your tennis, Jason? Uh, Casually, as a child. Uh, it's fallen off the radar in the recent years, but I will drop in a one-liner every now and then as as you go well, Jason, let's quickly grab your opinion. Um, hard court, grass court, clay court, or the synthetic stuff, what's your favourite surface? Ooh. You, you got a general appeal, grass. However, mostly because my tennis investment is always amped up the most when you get to watch it live at a reasonable time. Ah, oh, yes. Court. Hardcore, hardcore!
1: Wow, bit of rebound ace, bit of rebound uh, ace. Reason being, yes, you
0: can watch the tennis at a reasonable time because we host hardcore tournaments. Okay. But no, look, no, I do love nothing. the Australian Open. But yeah, as far no. as the surface, I, I mean, I personally, I love playing on clay. I love clay, and I love okay. watching clay too because yeah. there's always a chance to win a rally. Like the ball just sort of sits up a little bit more, and you just have you have a better chance, I and like you can it. slide on it.
1: Yeah, I I used, to, I used to like when I was younger, like little little. Mm. That's what I used to I used to go on hard uh, clay court.
0: But I think as Aesthetically, if we're talking broadcasting standards, you'd have to say oh, either Wimbledon or the Australian Open. The American Open looks the worse. Yeah, it does. Like the, the, the colours. The clutch, it's just like a dark blue. It's ugh. just. Ugh, yeah, and it's, ugh. With,
1: with green as well. It's ugh, like, ugh. if you're going to put green, make it look like it's actual grass. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: It makes no sense, but look. If America wasn't a powerhouse in the world, they wouldn't have that tournament. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah correct. Not that good. It's <laughs> not correct. that good. Anywho, Wimbledon is uh, beginning tonight, James, Australian time. Indeed goes until the 10th of July, so it's, it's a decent couple of week tournament. Uh, first round starts tonight. Um, just quickly before we get into some of the big clashes that we're looking forward to, uh, in the main draw, there were quite a few Aussies that qualified. So yeah, well. um, shout out to Jamie Flawless, who I've actually interviewed. She is in the main draw. Madison Ingalls, uh, Astra Sharma, Zoe Hives. And then on the men's side of the draw, you've got Max Purcell and uh, Jason Kubler, who have all made it in as well. And then you've got the regular names like your your Pullmans, your, um, your Millmans. Milmans. <laughs> we love Johnny Milman. Shout yeah, out to him. Your Cockanarkas. Cockanarkas, Gideos. Um, don't know about Bernard. Don't know if Bernard Diminor Diminor of course, Duckworth. He, he's really good. Duckworth. Jordan Thompson's another good one. So yeah, yeah those those staple Aussie names that Alexi have been Popperin. prominent. I love Alexi Popperin. He's also in there as well. So yeah, a couple of good Aussie names in there. But those other ones that had to qualify for it, obviously not high seeds. Um, see if they can do some damage, James. I'm keen. I love it. Reputation. I love it oh, because like
1: so good. I, I I like the English summer of cricket as well, because it's always on, and I can just sit back and actually, like, watch something at night without having to watch Netflix. You know, just, just a bit of live sport, and I it's love great, it. It's great, isn't it? And now that is oh. on, I've got something else to watch. Even better. Even better. Oh, so entertaining. Um, we love it. Main picks. Hey.
0: Main picks. This is going to be tough, actually. Um, look... <sighs> Rafael Nadal comes into this tournament under a bit of an injury cloud. Does, we yeah. don't really know how well that foot's going to hold up. I mean, it's just a miracle alone that he's actually playing. He, he plays tomorrow for everyone out there who wants to watch him play. He's currently seated second in the world after, of course, that Roland Garros win, which now puts him ahead by two in the Grand Slam race. But I think everyone's favourite would probably be uh, Novak Djokovic, Um he is just so good on grass. He yes, is. He's one, he's, he's one of the best. He's one of the best. And with no in-form Roger Federer, not even playing in this tournament, uh, he would probably be the favourite. James, do so. you agree? I'd He'd say He'd be so. the favourite. Do you, are you picking him to win, though?
1: Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's up there. Like Djokovic, I feel like he's one of the nicer players to watch mm. on grass. He's, yeah, without Federer, he's the best grass, I reckon. Um, he's, I don't know, I feel like Rafa, yeah, he's coming off an injury and he's not, you, obviously we haven't seen him play too much tennis in between that Roland Garros uh, win and this, but look, he's coming off two Grand Slam wins this year. It's very good. Impressive. I mean, who's saying that he can't get a third? But I feel like, I feel like his body's going to give way to him and I feel like he's going to have to realise that He's gonna to have to start slowing down a little bit and be more and be selective, like he has been. Yeah, that's this year right, that's with, right. With the tournaments he's with been tournament playing he and plays, stuff. Yep. But yeah, I feel like I feel like Novak is is up there. But I wouldn't be surprised if a uh, absolute smoky comes out of the water. And yeah, I'm a bit the same. Yeah. On this one, to I think like Wimbledon's honest. the Wimbledon's mm-hmm. the tournament that you see the smokies come out as it well happens, as doesn't as well the, the women's Open. draw. The women's yeah, draw big big happens time. all the time. Big time.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be great. So, a couple of the standout games. Just looking at the spreadsheet, uh, Max Purcell plays his first round game against uh, Manorino, who is a really f- big fighting Frenchman. So that's going to be a bit of a difficult game. What's that, Andre the Andre the Giant? Here? Andre the, yeah, oh, bald giant. Um, so so he plays uh, another good game. So, Kokanakis is playing. Uh, John Millman is also playing. Um, Novak Djokovic is playing. Quan uh, from from South Korea, but. One of the games that I like here is uh, Jordan Stroof versus Carlos Alcaraz. Now, Carlos Alcaraz, he's currently ranked fifth in the world. He's still yeah. very young. But how good he, is he going to be on grass is going to be a, another question. So I'm keen for that matchup. And, James, Yannick Sinner... Uh, currently I was, ranked I was 10th. about
1: to say this. He's the up-and-coming
0: man, and he's up
1: against... Stanislas. Stan the man. Stanislas. Stan Vincenzo. by
0: your man.
1: <laughs> oh, we love Stan, don't we? <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, that match-up kicks off at 11.15. Stay up for that. The uh, Alex... Or oh, hang on. What am I saying? Apologies. The Max Purcell, the uh, game starts at... 8. 8 p.m. So that's, 8. that's pretty manageable. So that's not too bad. It's not too bad. Kokonakis, off 9.15. Johnny Milman at 10 p.m. as well. Uh, look, it's going to be a great night of tennis. I'm keen.
0: It will be. And Kasparud at 8 o'clock as well, uh, coming off that defeat in the final wasn't his game, but he plays uh, Albert Vamos-Vinolas from uh, Spain, uh, currently unranked. So uh, Kasparud has a good opportunity to bounce back hard from that in the women's draw. Gee, lot, lot, of, lots going on. Lots going on. Lots my going word. On. There's, there's some really good, uh, matchups here. Um, we mentioned Maddie Inglis, uh, from Australia. She plays, um, Dalma Galfi, who, uh, isn't ranked from Hungary. So she's a good chance for that game. Um, but yeah, there's, there's not a huge amount of, um, high ranked players playing in the first game for the women, but, there's heaps going on, and as There's. we know in the women's draw, it's so close at the moment, so anything can
1: the happen. The women's game is more entertaining for me to watch due to the skill levels and how in- inconsistent it is for the, you know, ward number ones and the ward number twos to get up there, and you've always got that, you know, wild card go- going in there, and you've always got, like, the lowest seeds you do. in the hundreds still. Uh, making it up even to the semis, it's it's great.
0: You're right. Day, day two for the women. There's a lot more higher seeds, yep. current high seeds, and the big one I'm looking forward to is uh, Serena Williams coming back in. She plays tomorrow. Uh, time yet to be confirmed. She plays Harmony Tan from France. So that is exciting. That matchup. But yes, Wimbledon's great. back. I'm, I'm it's so back. I'm, I'm so keen. Excited. Get the cat excited. Get the cat excited! <laughs> you oh, Can't right. wait. It's going to be so good. Tennis is great. Kokonakis and Kyrgios play on Wednesday, oh, so look forward it. to that. Get around it. Oh, I'm, I'm so, so keen. Excited. so excited. I am beyond excited. Get around Wimbledon. Oh, I can't get it.
1: The sports desk. <laughs> yeah. This is just this is just horrible. <laughs> That's all right. You know, what, Michael. Right, I, I thought my riff like was pretty it. good,
0: to be honest. Yeah.
1: Hey, you know what? Ten for trying. I appreciate it. Thank you. It. Thank you. I'll take back it. Back on the sports desk. We're back. We're back. It is five thirty-four. It's Michael. its thirty-four. We're uh, doing all right. About half an hour to go. Half an hour we've to go. a, We've got a few different uh, things we need to talk about. Need we a, do. need to address Pressing. and whatnot. not. Uh, First, before we do anything, I feel like we need to talk a bit of origin. State of origin? Uh, game What's two. your state of
0: origin, James? I am Victorian. I am Victorian as well. Oh, I'm Victorian. 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 Yeah, we've, we've all got Victorians, Victorians here. Okay, we're all Victorians. We really shouldn't be talking about it, but nah, you know. But you kind of have to. But you have to because it's, it's massive. Just, uh, is it? Is well, it, it is in two other, it's states,
1: other yes. states. that's it.
0: <laughs> and weirdly, Northern Territory get around
1: it as well. <laughs> I mean, well, apparently Perth <laughs> really do. <did> they do. <laughs> they really Perth do. Perth got around it as well for Perth, some reason. Perth did. They hosted uh, this game, didn't they? they game did. two. Game Games. two. It was just oh,
0: it was a flat. It was a f-
1: flogging after half time. Flogging from oh the Blues. They won this series. Uh, just nuts. And you know what's you know what's even more crazy? Nathan Cleary, the um, superstar, superstar from Penrith. Love him. Got uh, more, I think it was more metres gained or more metres covered than all of Queensland combined. (laughs) So, just
0: wow. James, this is the bit I don't understand. He is a star. He is a star in the NRL, and in the first game, they absolutely smothered him. Every single disposal he had, every single possession chain that he was in, he was under pressure. Yeah, He, he had one of these worst games in origin history because he wasn't allowed to have the time and the space that he had, that he was afforded, in this second game. So I don't know, as a coaching unit or even as a team, why you go away from that tactic that clearly worked the first game. So I think Queensland, they shot themselves in the foot. After, after half time, they just were. Re-
1: 44 to 12. Seven individual try scorers, two. No, seven try scorers. Seven tries scored, sorry. Uh, Nathan Cleary getting two. Matt Burton, Brian Tolo, uh, and Jeremy Lui from. Jerome Lui from uh, Penrith as well. And A lot Angus of Penrith Christian, players in this. Uh, all getting. All getting tries. A lot of uh, Penrith players. Uh, yeah. And they—they're they, the best. They're one of the best teams. though wow, it makes sense. They're so it? good. Nathan Cleary. I mean, he, even though his dad coaches the, uh, the the Panthers. You know, he's the captain. Yes, there, there's no father-son bit of a you know like, like like the coach's sons getting a bit more protected. He's he's one of the best in the league. You don't see that often, do you? You don't. It's it's, it's a rarity. And it doesn't it's happen in AFL. No, it doesn't. But his dad's all. one of the best kind of rugby players in all time in in the NRL. So you know what? let don't fall far from the tree. Correct. And look, that's that's wrapped up, they can do what they want and I don't think anyone's gonna care about game three because it's just it's completely wrapped up. Oh James. It's what a piece. I mean... It's one a piece. I mean... And they go to Brisbane. Yeah. A place... Let me
0: tell you, Suncorp Stadium final game, 13th of July. Come on, let's hype this up a bit more. Last (laughs) time... Listen to this. Last time New South Wales won a series when they lost the first game was in 1994. Now, I know history records are meant to be broken. That's fine. But... Queensland, I don't know. They get up and
1: about when they're in Brisbane. I don't feel Brisbane. like Queensland are
0: win. They, I, I don't know, mate. They, they Wales get up, the they get up and about when they're in Brisbane. I tell you what, at Suncorp <laughs> Stadium, they don't have a lot of corporate zones there, James. It's just all diehard, crossbred, hard, hard Queenslanders, mate. He's cross.
1: Wow, jeepers! All right, nah, fair no, fair enough. I fair reckon enough. this is,
0: I reckon um, this is going to be closer than I'm what gonna you reckon. I'm going
1: to go into it with an open mind. I feel
0: mate, like, all right, fair enough, mate, I don't let's know see what you happens. It's going to be series, series on the line here. I reckon. Quick question though. Yes, Quick go for question. It. So the Sinbin, all right. Yes. We spoke about it before. Yes. Ten minutes, Carfusi was in there. Okay. Now, they get a warning. I think I think captains get a warning when a player is gonna be Sinbin for an amount of time. I don't think the captains got the warning. Oh. So potentially that might have caught off Queensland. Again, wasn't the reason why they lost. Yeah. But Again, it brings up the whole conversation about the either. AFL, doesn't it? About yeah. about whether they should have red cards or sin I don't think they should, no way. <sighs> yeah, you it, can't
1: change the game. Like sin bins full, have been in with the NRL for years. Yeah, and, and it's the same like with ice hockey with, as well, doesn't yeah, isn't it? Yeah, the penalty box. Like that's yeah. just, that's just that. It's part of the game. Talking yeah. of ice hockey, Colorado um, Avalanche has won the Stanley Cup. They won the morning. Stanley Cup. So that's that's that. That's huge that news. Is, that is huge. So that's look, huge news. Sin bin sin bin for that. That is their sport, yeah, not AFL's. Not AFL. No, you cannot, I agree. You cannot say that the AFL needs to mandate sin bins or yellow cards or red cards because it's not football, it's not NRL, it's not ice hockey. Just stick to your game and don't touch it. That's it, what I say.
0: It, it's a good call because you know the guy who is in question in the AFL, Tom Stewart, He, if he was sin bin, probably Richmond go on and win that game. He stays on the field, has a big impact and... Geelong win that game. So it does show the division in the sports, but you're absolutely right. It's probably too late to change it now. But, yeah, great win by the Blues. They had to respond after that first game loss at home, and,
1: gee, didn't they what? Very impressive. Very impressive. It's all on the line, 30th of July. It is, but I do think that the Blues are going to win. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I just think that win's just... They're, look, they're looking right now, good. They're I right can,
0: can right. understand it, but it's a different game in they Queensland. It. It's a different game.
1: Yeah, okay, enough. Yeah, you know what? I'll go into it with an open mind. Open mind. Um, we're open minded. I'm, trusting, open-minded. You. I'm um, trusting you.
0: We're we're doing the yoga, <laughs> we're meditating, open mind but baby. Origin on a Sunday. That's, yeah, that's that's a bit of a weird one. Five fifty it started in
1: Melbourne in, time. No, in um Oh in, it started seven fifty our 7.50 time. Seven fifty our time. And whatever oh. it was, I think it was six fifty or five fifty our time, yeah. Just Jeepers. A bit whack if you Jeepers. ask me. Don't um, know about that. Yeah. That's Origin Game hey, Two. Origin, bro. wrapped up. Now we're going to move on to the round ball, the world game. Hey. A, there's, there's a lot that's been going on um, in in this, and even even on our shores as well. There's yeah. been a lot going on on the uh, in the shores of Australia, and what's going on with a few different signings and who's going where and whatnot. Um, first one that happened today—that's one of the biggest of the season for next season—Charlie uh, Austin. Ex Premier League uh, striker for West Brom and Southampton has gone to Brisbane. Ooh, he's gone to Brisbane. Warm the um, weather? Now this is this is huge. Like it's it, it's massive for the league because of the almost impact that it'll have on everyone else. Like obviously we saw Daniel Sturridge going last mm. last year with Perth, and he's just trash. Like he just he <laughs> I being mean like he just did nothing, and he went off injured, and it was just one of those things where they. They weren't gonna get anything out of him. So he's gone back to England and he's staying there and that's that's that. So Charlie Austin's now gone to um, uh, Brisbane. A lot big, of experience too. Oh, like like big time. ten years in
0: in professional experience yep. in England's top ranks, and then you know he's 32 years old, so like he's still he's still got something to give. But again, 300 appearances in all competitions over the last 13 years yep. with 173 goals, so he's just got, got bit, so much experience. It's a massive fun. signing for the. Royal. It is. Does, um, does it improve their chances?
1: I, like, look, they, they finished very low this season, um, yeah. and didn't do well for them but I feel like this will this will improve them but the team that I've got tipped to be rising up from the ashes which was last season um Western Sydney Wanderers oh, they have yeah. signed a lot of good players um and I feel like they are everyone's starting to grasp that they're going to be one of those teams that are going to come up and they're going to challenge for the title and you know that, that they could easily make you know the top three, top four. They've got Oli Bazanick who came from uh, the Mariners, I believe. Yeah, who was, yeah. um, was at who was at Hearts of Middleton out in um, Edinburgh in Scotland. He was there for a few years before. Before that, he was at Melbourne City. Uh, so the French, French, the French midfielder, yeah. So Romain, is it? Yep. So Mark, so Mark Gush, the keeper as well. Yeah, um, well, wow. he's resigned. He's been he's pretty good. Um, Alex Boating as well. He's got a two year scholarship deal so he's moving Ooh. up the ranks with that Gee, Not, I, I love awesome. it when they hype up their young boys as well because because Western Sydney are one of those teams that love getting around the young youngsters um, Roman Amilfiano I think that's how you say it yes um, he has signed a I'm just trying to read how many they haven't long, specified uh, on y- years but it has said long term deal so yeah, that's it does. upwards of three years um, also 32 years old so bit yeah, more correct. experience there as well which Lawrence is good for Thomas. Them. Um, ex-victory mm. goalkeeper, Boskerou uh, goalkeeper as well, went to Europe, did his thing, and now decided to come back and cover it up uh, in goals for the Western Sydney Wanderers because they they obviously have had issues this season mm. with uh, keeping and whatnot and mm. defence and you know what whatever you want to say that you know has to do with them is they they just need to work on starting from the bottom and mm. that's it and they've done that and they're rebuilding and I feel like they're going to go up there and potentially make top four this year. And James, how often does it happen when you have players going from Sydney
0: FC to the Crosstown rivals, Western Sydney Wanderers? Does it happen often? It's not as... Or is it very different with I feel with like, like it's more common than you'd think. Is it is it different with international players because yeah, they sort of don't see the rivalry or see yeah, the sort of the barriers? They probably just go it's wherever the money They care about. Like, yeah, it's, I wouldn't think so. It's
1: different if you're going from an Arsenal to a Tottenham or a Manchester United to be. a Man City or whatnot. Mm. It's it's in a completely different ball game to it. Uh, another another signing that's been done is Costa Barbarusis has gone from Sydney to back to Wellington, where he's uh, his home countries Very till twenty twenty four. But look. There's, there's, there was one. There was one rumor that was insane that people decided to believe that Andrew Redmayne had signed for Nottingham Forest um, in for thirty million, making him one of the top ten most expensive goalkeeper transfers of all time. And it got sent around in a few group chats, and people believed it, and they took the bait, and it was hilarious. Uh, so,
0: I mean, look can you put a can you put a can you put a dollar figure on saving, you know, getting your country into a World Cup, you probably can't, but no gee whiz, he's still pretty unproven. It's kind of funny, though. Like, it is, just, is very I funny. I had a good laugh about 30 it. Million.
1: <laughs> oh, Brandon O'Neill as well, um, ex-Sydney and Wanderers um, players gone to Newcastle, which is uh, one of the teams i have tipped as well to go up into the top six, mm-hmm. uh, but look, if we, if we go more globally and we go... From Australia as well Awamobile has gone to Cadiz CF In the La Liga Signing a four year deal From a free transfer um, Coming off a You know ex- Expired contracts He's a free agent Ooh. Signing for free On a four year deal uh, Gareth Bale Gareth has, Bale Gareth Bale's gone to LAFC Whoa uh, In the MLS Joining Giorgio Whoa. Chiellini Whoa uh, The Juventus center back and Italian Captain as well Wow A uh, A few more that have just come into fruition in the last, I reckon, day or so that have been speculating for quite a while. Uh, Calvin Phillips, this is a new one, uh, mm-hmm. as according to Fabrizio Romano, who's the god of transfers in Europe, uh, said that Manchester City and Leeds have now all the paperwork is ready to be signed for the Phillips deal. Uh, personal terms have agreed. He only wanted City. He only Calvin only wanted City move. So no, no one else. It was just him. Um, and then City and Leeds are also closing in um, the, a deal on Darko uh, Giabi as well. Mm. He's joining Leeds on a permanent deal worth $5 million as well. Big one here for Arsenal. This is unbiased, but it's huge. <laughs> Manchester City striker Gabriel Jesus is on his way to North London from Manchester. On a deal the Messiah. Mate, it's, it's crazy The man who scored Manchester City's goal To make them uh, 100, Score 100 points In the Premier League um, For a season Has signed on to 2027 Wow On a, a deal that set Manchester City back now Arsenal back 45 million British pounds uh, and look, I feel like that's a credit to Mikel Arteta, who's an old oh. assistant coach at Manchester City, who's obviously said to Gabrielle, hey mate, do you want to come over to North London and see what uh, London's like because you've only seen the <laughs> northern side of England for <laughs> your whole life. So, And he's only 26 as well, which is huge for for Arsenal and the way that you know they're breeding the youngsters and the way that they're playing their football. Um, there's, there's just been so many different transfers and the way that Teams have been going mm. about it. Obviously, Sadio Mane has left Liverpool and has taken a nice little holiday up to Germany and is staying there for a few more years. So that's <laughs> yeah, one of the biggest signings for them this season and one of the biggest signings for, this, for the league so far. Um, people are starting to now gear back into pre-season. A lot of the clubs have got their tours going mm. on very soon. So a lot happening in football and a lot happening even just on the Australian shores as well. Um Obviously, with our World Cup and whatnot, that's just a whole different kettle of fish. We can talk about that for years and years and years, but we, we won't. Um, a few other... Uh, also, um, here's one for the Melbourne City fans. Well, ov- obviously, we know that Steph Kolakowski's gone to Perth. Uh, my real question for that is what game time will he be getting? Mm, because... Yes. He didn't get much game time here at City, and obviously they've obviously promised him game time over in Perth. But you just wonder how much game time will he really get? But you also said uh, off air that he's a, he's a he's a crackin' bloke and yeah, he's, he's good for
0: culture and everything great like guy. that. So it sounds like a lot of people got around him despite his you know yeah. his reasons to leave. But I you're like, spot on.
1: I feel like that was more because of the tag that Melbourne City put on him that he's one of our own because he was a childhood fan of the club, uh, brought up in the academy, uh, went through and played for City, won the grand final with them, stuff like that. But I feel like here, he's kind of got a fresh start and he can kind of make a name for himself without any, any anything else stopping him and anything else behind him other than he was just kind of not, like, pretty much left for dead at City because he just didn't get anything. He played 30 minutes in total this season, which was oh, just very geez. bad. But look, that's that's the manager's Role, yeah, PK is the manager for a reason, and Paddy is Paddy is so everyone knows who he is. And the big brute from Leeds United, and there's a pretty famous photo of him in uh, a Leeds kit with bandage around his head, with you know a bit of uh, a bit of blood seeping out of from a head clash. And he's he's not yeah. afraid to get into it, and no, that's good. Um, lot of respect given to him. But you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting off season. We've got. Quite a big off season for the A League. I think Certainly we start back don't. in October, oh. uh, and a lot of a lot of players are eyeing off that European contract to make. Because people, are, I was listening to a podcast um the other day, rival podcast of ours. I'm not going to name them because <laughs> they'll just get absolutely frightened if I mention them. Uh, that a lot of a lot of players are eyeing off um, European moves as well, and I was actually at a live podcast recording of some, of another podcast where Bailey Wright um, obviously Socceroo and Emma mm. Checker uh, Melbourne City's captain and director of football for Melbourne victory and they were all saying that uh, you know that they, they a lot of players are eyeing off European deals to get that extra seven eight weeks Leading into the World Cup ah, see You yes. know So it's 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 one of those things That the players Have got to weigh up Quite and strategic The World Cup this year Is in a weird time It's in December They're going to have Like a eight week break Of the Premier League And all the All the big leagues well, For it right. Because I think They're getting into camp um, Two or th- I think it's mm. Two to three or four weeks Earlier than what They normally would For camp oh, Usually okay. I think It's about ten days Leading into the World Cup, if they start preparing for it, but I think they're going to get an extra week or two on top of that to kind of like not Mm -hmm. wind down from their season, but kind of get into camp, get everything settled and stuff like that. So it's going to be interesting. It will be. It's
0: going to be really high quality A League season, particularly that first part of it for for any of those spots that still remain in the Socceroos squad. Oh, yeah. It's going to be. You're going to be. Playing the absolute hard out agree. if you're in
1: Australian in the A League. I like I said to you uh, a couple weeks ago, it's gonna be one of the highest quality starts of the A League season. Yes. I don't know if it'll be <laughs> high quality after it's finished and after we get knocked out and When, when when's
0: the next World Cup after this year.
1: <laughs> play Canada, for that. America, Mexico, twenty twenty six. There you go. Insane. Three
0: countries. All right, Insane. well play for that in the second half of the year. <laughs> but um <laughs> yourself in ice. <laughs> that that's football for you.
1: That's that's, football that's for that. You. that that's the A League season we like and it. we're gonna keep you tab. We're going to keep tabs on all the signings, not even just the Monday show, the Friday show as well. Oh, definitely, because there's, huge. there's a bunch of different uh, ridiculous signings that people think are going to happen and whatnot, and you never know. We could just be surprised with some ones that have come out of the blue because it'll happen.
0: It'll happen. It'll happen. Just quickly on the world game, uh, women's friendlies are happening. Uh, their
1: world cups coming can we, up. Can we not talk about? Can we not talk about this? Because Australia got absolutely embarrassed by Spain. Oh. Uh, the other night, seven 0 There were hey, there were some blowouts. Germany, oh. Germany bet Switzerland
0: seven 0 and Japan bet Serbia five 0 So it's pretty crazy yeah. just how See, high scoring. Some Japan of these are a
1: quietly good um, footballing country for both men and women. Um, obviously, the men are insanely good. They finished second in the um, in the Asian qualifiers for the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, very good. But yeah, women's World Cup next year. 2023 yes. here wow. In Australia. It's Massive. Going to be huge. Massive. And regardless Massive. of whether you like football or not, I feel like... You have to go. It's... you to get around it's your it. It's country. You're going to oh. get in it. And Australia and New Zealand have won the bid, obviously. So there will be games in New Zealand and Australia. There will be a few in Melbourne as well. Amy Park will get utilised. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So keen. On that note, we're kind of wrapping up. We're, I think we're wrapping we're up. We're kind of wrapping up. It's, um... It's 5 to 6. We've we we've been on for the past hour and 55 minutes, we which is been. insane to think that we can talk that much waffle that <gasps> we can last two hours. Oh, we can. But um, nah, it's been good. It's, <laughs> it's been, been a good. pleasure. We'll uh, be back on Friday with um Sammy Boy and yeah, you, you're going to be on I, I'll be here. You'll be here. I'll there.
0: be here. J- Jason will chime in with a few comments on Friday, won't yeah, you, Jason?
1: A, a, few, a few one-liners, a few one-liners.
0: Come on, give us another one-liner. Give us one to, to leave on.
1: No, nah, it's too much pressure. No, no, yeah. it's too oh, he's much. On, he's too on, much eyes. Big, oh, big call. No, big call. Good big call. call. Okay. Good call. Good call. Good, good call. call. Good call. Okay, Jimmy great. makes good calls. All right, Jimmy sweet. makes very okay, good okay. calls. That's one line for you. That's all we got time for, Jimmy. It is. It's been great, mate. It's been a pleasure, mate. Thanks uh, for listening. No, th- everyone. Yeah, thank you. Thanks Mum for listening. Yes.
0: M- Probably my
1: mum as well tuned in. Happy so, so hey, birthday out to mum as well. Yeah, happy
0: birthday. Um, I have 41?
1: Yep. Yeah, Twenty
0: 22. Yep, No. So she's yeah, <laughs> spring chicken. Um. No, shout out to her. She's a great listener and a great supporter of the show. Jimmy! We'll see
1: you next Monday. We'll Take see you care, Friday. Bye-bye. Follow us all on the social medias as well because we'll post our waffle on and actually see our faces for us. Absolutely. At Sports Desk Sin. Get around it.
0: Have a great week, everyone. See you on Friday.